0: We started the last week uh, touching on the special quality that uh, has a very great power, and as we see from many sources, also very great necessity to acquire Torah. It's extremely needed, critical, and that is the quality of humility. We have numerous Gemaras that are clearly indicating that um, the Taira can only be acquired in a real true sense by somebody who has the quality of humility, even the Rambam doesn't bring every single uh, statement from the Kanata Gemaras, brings uh, among several that he brings, the one of Taira descending only from a high place to a low place if you wish, like water that goes from the higher place to the low place, Taira is compared to water and numerous sources that are showing this idea that a person who is arrogant cannot truly acquire Taira only a person who is humble and the Maral <coughs> says that uh, this is the primary quality in the character of a person that is needed for the acquisition of Taira He describes it in what sounds like um, and may certainly also include something very esoteric that uh, gaiva is the primary physical mido, gashmi, which needs to be understood. We typically relate to gashmi as something of a very uh, tangible nature, you know, eating, drinking, other physical pleasures. And he says uh, anova is the primary quality on the side of the seichel, on the side of the intellect so all that uh, if it can be understood somewhat in our our real life experience that would definitely be worthwhile and I think the first step would be just to explore some of the even psychological elements that play in uh, to acquiring taira in the best good way when a person has the quality of humility. If anybody wants to, you know, jump on board and share uh, anything that they've seen or experienced, they're of course welcome now or anytime along the way. i will try to divide this into a few sections. Uh, first the psychological, and then maybe the more uh, deeper aspects. So, I think we can all uh understand pretty pretty simply that um a person who is open to hearing somebody else who doesn't need to be right who has a great advantage to be able to gain more understanding of taira. They're open to hear the ideas of others. Um Certainly, uh, in terms of being willing to learn from anyone, the quality of humility is going to be very great assistance. As we see, uh, the Masha takes it to such an extent of, I should view myself as if I, even someone who is a great, wise person, should view myself as if he's not, as if I don't have any wisdom, as if I need to gain it from anybody. Like we see in Avos, "Is a chacham, he's And it seems not so easy to be learning Mikhalada. If someone is considering himself above others, it's going to be hard for him to be willing to learn from somebody much younger, much less knowledgeable. So the problem of humility will open up a person to able to receive from anyone and will empower him to have the feeling that I need so much, as it really, of course, is is always the case so we could see how psychologically there definitely are some very basic elements that humility is going to provide Uh, there's also the aspect that somebody who is considering themselves trying to consider themselves as a great and wise person it'll be much harder to accept the reality that there's something here that I don't understand yet and I still need to work very hard at it. And who knows if I'll even accomplish to be able to say to myself, oh, I got this. And to be open to the reality that there's still a lot of work needs to be done to understand this topic correctly. Humility can help a lot. And perhaps in a subtler way to be able to accept that my thinking about something may not be the same as the terrorist thinking. What I would have thought would make sense, or should it be, or really, you know, sounds right to me, and the terrorist view may be quite different, or even a little bit different. That's not so easy. Not so easy to give up my own, what appear to be very beautiful ideas. And accept the even truly more beautiful ideas that takes a while to grasp, and those of the Taira. So to able to allow myself to be open, to be truly open, to receive what the Taira is showing us, to get on the wavelength of the Taira, That's could at first, you know, seem very difficult, very distant, very strange to us, that requires good humility. So when we have that, uh helps us a lot to really be fully open, to explore, to learn, to grasp something that we wouldn't have ever thought of on our own, and uh, be able to achieve it. How does that sound so far, (laughs) Boisai? Okay. Okay, so far, so good. Okay, now I'd like to try to explore together this uh, area that the Maral is touching on of the Torah is the Seichel Elyon, the wisdom of Hashem, and it cannot come to a person who's Gashmi, That's where there's a great need for the reducing of the gashmi element of a person, the physical, for lack of any better translation, of which the quality of gaiva is primary. What is that really all about? Like we mentioned before, how is gaiva gashmi? And um, I think in an overall sense We need to try to understand what is Hashem's plan in all of this because not like the person was created to be Gashmi or inclined to be Gashmi and now we have a problem on our hands how is he going to get the Torah okay we have to get rid of this problem that the Gashmi element of the person is getting in the way of him being able to receive the divine wisdom of Hashem which is pure spiritual Now this is all designed from the very outset by Hashem that we should have this Gashmi nature or Gashmi tendency, tendency to arrogance and need to work at it to limit it, to reduce it, to, as best we can, eradicate it and thereby be able to receive the wisdom of Hashem. And it's, it's pretty reasonable to assume that it's not just as a gift to the person. For working hard in eliminating the Gashmi element, which is very powerful in a person, he will be receiving that great divine gift of Hashem's wisdom in, uh, in reward for his good efforts. It's uh, pretty safe to assume that there's direct interconnection. And this whole system is devised that the process of reducing the gashmi part of the person is itself directly related to being able to receive and becoming conditioned to receive the wisdom of Hashem. Does that make sense? Okay. I'll take all the nods I can get. (laughs) <laughs>
1: Could you repeat that last step?
0: Yes. Yes, the morale is laying out that a person has to reduce, or as much as possible, eliminate from himself the physical nature of which the quality of arrogance is primary in order to be able to receive the wisdom of Hashem, which is pure spirituality. How can a person the physical nature, receive Hashem's wisdom, which is purely spiritual. So it sounds like a first glance, like uh, there is some kind of a problem that uh, has arisen in the creation. A person has to be somehow physical, but then it sets up a problem, how can you receive Hashem's wisdom? Oh, so the solution will be that a person will reduce the physical, put aside the physical, make himself as spiritual as he possibly could be, and then he'll be able to receive the wisdom of Hashem, Baruch Hashem. But of course, none of this is by accident, or none of this is just happening for some other cause. It could be uh, quite reasonably assumed that this is a direct divine plan for the sake of the process. After all, the primary creation of man, as the Gemara says, is, Bishvil she the Iker creation is all that good hard work that's needed for the sake of receiving the Torah much of it is in overcoming those Gashmi forces to forge himself as much as he can to a spiritual being so then it would seem that it has some kind of a direct connection that the, that the, the nature of it We hope that we can gain some understanding to see how the nature of that work that is contrary to the physical nature of a person, the earthly nature, the self-directed nature, is going to directly be preparing him, conditioning him to be able to receive the wisdom of Hashem. They They are directly interrelated. It's not just that The negative element is a barrier. The working against the negative element is the acquisition of the positive which fits with what the wisdom of Hashem is really all about and meant to be. We're not expecting to know why Hashem made this system exactly, all the elements, why they have to be exactly the way they are. But that's all part of Torah, which the Ma'al says has to be that way. So whatever there is in the person and in the Torah, that is absolute. That way it has to be, according to Hashem's wisdom. And we're trying to get a sense as much as we could of how this process of removing what was being labeled as Gashmi is contributing to a person being able to receive the wisdom of Hashem, which is the Torah. How does that sound? Good question. Okay. Um, no, no, go ahead.
2: So the, the purpose of Gaiva, the purpose of the tendency toward Gaiva has its own purpose, even if not for the fact that it would interfere with learning Torah. Or at least you could make that argument that could be a potential, that could be potentially true. So then, if it has to exist, for whatever reason it has to exist, and then it is also an impediment to learning Torah. So then it has to be removed in order to be able to learn Torah. How do, how do we know that it's the function of its existence is so that it should be overcome, so that it should aid in the process of acquiring humility, and that will, meaning it, it exists. For whatever reason that exists and it's an impediment to learning Torah so why does it have why does the structure have to be that the overcoming it itself is what's allowing the the acquisition of Torah maybe it's just the humility if we could be humble beings that would be great i don't mean it would be great like like and obviously we can't be because obviously um the tendency toward gaiva has to exist. But do you know what I'm
0: saying? Do you, does, yeah, yes. Okay. I, I, I Here, um, I think that's a very valid point. Um, my best sense is that since the, uh, the receiving of Taira is so primary as like the Ramchal says in Der Hashem, the, the highest form of a person's Coming close to Hashem, as the Pasuk says, this is I see? The Iqra of everything is understanding Hashem through the Torah. Although, of course, we need all the Maizim as well. So, I think it's, and, and as, as Maral is explaining that, these Medes are so primary in that process, is the one who has chosen to receive the Torah because he is the unumniqal adam. The peak of everything is the receiving the Torah. That is the peak connection to Hashem, it is gaining the knowledge of Hashem that is contained in the Torah with all his midays, all his shlames that we can. Of course, it comes with living it also. But the, the, most powerful element says um, clearly in Derah Hashem is from the learning of the Torah. And whatever is critical to that would seem to be reasonable to assume that it is that it is largely I don't know if you can say solely, but largely or primarily like it's it's one it's one unified system. The is giving us all the challenges that, we are, that are needed to bring to the Shlemus. And if they are being presented as like the primary elements that are working for or against the acquisition of Hashem's wisdom of the Torah, so then it will be reasonable to say that that is the primary function of them. <laughs> Their primary quality is the primary quality, the primary evil of Gaiva is its, its prevention of receiving the wisdom of Hashem. And the primary goodness of humility would be that it is enabling a person to receive the wisdom of Hashem. Not, not to minimize their, their, their profound importance, even independent of that. But since that is the Iker, the Iker is, the Iker of everything, is in that. So whatever is primary to that, would seem to be reasonable to assume that that's a primary function of that work. And it should be viewed that way. It should be understood that way. How how why does Gaiva prevent me from understanding the wisdom of Hashem? How does Anova, why does Anova help me to achieve it? That will help us to understand these midas themselves very much, I would assume. <laughs> how does that sound, everybody say? I think we're getting deep here, but okay, listen, you know, that's the risk you take. <laughs> so
3: Rabbi, are you saying it's like statistically most likely that it's that just because Torah is so primary it's so important so like Gaivan and Anava, most likely like it's 95% likely that that's the key component is like statistic. is that what you're saying or something else I, I, didn't, I don't know if I understood it
0: it's <laughs> the thought that I have is and it's correct to understand everything in light of that. That's like the that's like the focus. That's like the primary focus. That's the beacon. That's the that's the critical point. Everything else should be understood through that lens. What is the ultimate goal? Coming to know Das Hashem. What is the ultimate dvekus? in Das Hashem? Okay, like B'chayim writes. There's no need for kavana dvaikas. When a person is involved in taira, trying to understand the taira, he is dvek in Hashem. And then Michal says it's the levels of levels according to the degree of understanding of the taira. The more that he understands, the more will come to him that peak spiritual influence that is of Hashem himself, that was connected to the taira. That's 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 there within the taira whatever that means. So if that is the peak, then everything else, as it relates to that, that will be its primary definition, its primary aspect. It's something quite novel because we're not used to thinking in terms of the goodness of humility and the badness of arrogance in terms of, oh, this is helping to gain the wisdom of Hashem's Torah. This is blocking it. We look at it more in the human experience. Person is humble; is very easy to get along with, <laughs> very likable. It, we, we can relate to it from a human standpoint as a a very good quality. Person is arrogant; is distant from people; is not open to be helpful. To many bad things are coming from arrogance, as the Sifrei Musar say. So we're used to looking at it essentially from that standpoint of how does it relate in life situations, life interaction, and that's all correct and valid. But this is like an added, or maybe a new, or maybe even a higher form of it.
1: If I could just add one thing, I'm not sure what explanation you're gonna be giving for why the process of removing gaiva and becoming an un-of is so essential to the being becoming receptive to Torah. But whatever that havana is, just like in structure, like like all we're really saying is that that process is essential to it so like that seems pretty like straightforward if we're just like is there really a difference between being an on and making yourself into an on like that's obviously the same thing like if a person is working on removing gaiva and becoming an on of and anivas is something that's essential in order to be receptive to toro so making yourself into an on like that—that is being an on of. Like th- that the process and being it is one and the same. It's just
0: like right, Co- correct. It's just that um, there's this added element that it is coming from my effort. So then, it's like directly contributing to. Well, consumer. yeah, it's
1: more you. It's it's more you being the on of. It's not just the mida that you were given. It's it's mm-hmm. you being
0: that. So everything is really interconnected because the more that we can understand it, the more we'll see how it will be relating, hopefully in a di- in a very direct fashion. Right. And maybe you can find something very simple that we can see at our level and that'll be okay and still leave room for many, many more levels. So uh, let's explore as far as we could sense experience in our own personal experience what is the key ingredient or the key nature of Gaiva versus Anufa, of humility versus arrogance what really spells a difference as far as we can identify maybe with some help some good sources. But um I would hope that we could relate to it because then it'll be real to us. What is going to really make the difference of a person falling into arrogance or being able to stay in a good place of good humility? So I'll give you my best sense of things and then we'll see maybe how where we could see it. My best sense of things is that it really comes down to how a person relates to everything that Hashem has blessed him with. And I've heard this idea from the mashib Zachal Levracha in a different context, a different chazal, but the basic idea is not uh, on my own know new creation <laughs> even if it has a good basis other places um, theres there is there there is a potential in the person to take possession of even something that would innately be understood to be a gift from Hashem and then take possession of it and relate to it that this is mine and this is me. And this becomes the source of my feeling great over it, my feeling superior to other people over it. Because I have this my love. And although essentially its basic nature is the creation of Hashem, but I can relate to it as, oh, it's been given to me. Now it's mine. Now I have it. Now I am it. And now this puts me above the rest of the population or somebody else in my life. I'm superior to them. I've been given by Hashem Hashem, this great quality and I relate to it as my own. And the contrast to that is it always remains in my consciousness as the gift of Hashem that Hashem has placed into my hands. I don't take ownership of it. to to relate to it as my thing or myself. I continuously maintain that awareness that this is Hashem's miraculous creation. Even something that I may have some contribution, so to speak, in the process of coming to me, but still I can relate to it as this is something that Hashem has made possible that it should exist. Even spiritual achievement can be viewed that way. Hashem made it that I could have closest to him. But certainly in any natural quality, certainly things that are tangible, even things that are more intangible, like wisdom, that Mr. Sharm is talking about, I could maintain the awareness that this is Hashem's creation, that he has blessed me with and put into into my care, so to speak. I think the simplest place that we can see it is in the Ramban and Parashas Ekev, where the Ramban says that so when Kalal Yisrael comes fabulously wealthy, enormously successful in earth, Yisrael, the Torah is foretelling the danger that there will be some forgetting of Hashem and causing me to Look back, causing Klaus to look back at the conquest of Eretz Israel as being done by their might, their power. Shem gave them Gvura, they're compared to a lion, a wolf, and Gvura, and they defeated the Malchiknan. And then the Torah says here's where. Uh, …remembering Mitzrayim comes in to help us. The terrorist says, remember when you were in Mitzrayim and you had no power to get out on your own. …remember the Midbar where you couldn't survive on your own. …and there Hashem took you out when you were powerless. Hashem provided for you in an amazing, miraculous way when you were powerless to survive. …so this victory also. Is Hashem giving you that power. Now, a class would really believe that that this power is their own, so then those miraculous events wouldn't prove anything. Because, of course, in Mitzrayim we were powerless. We were slaves. No one ever escaped from Mitzrayim. In the Midbar, we couldn't survive. There was no food there. Of course, no food, no water. Of course, it had to be Hashem. But my might is my might. Would seem that Of course, Klaushchev knows intellectually, Hashem gave me my might. Who created this might? Of course, they know it's Hashem's creation. But the way I become, when I start to relate to it is, oh, Hashem gave me my might. Now I have might. Now I'm mighty. I relate to it as my own gevura, as my own power. So the Torah says, why do you want to do that? Well, you want to feel that, that greatness. That's that glory of that victory. Just take the experience, the past experience that you can remember and that we're all supposed to remember as if we went out of Mitzrayim and we're all supposed to relive and re-experience every year and even continuously and remember that experience and just superimpose that upon this and what will you see. You'll see Hashem giving it to you. Oh, Hashem is empowering me. Which feeling is greater? Which feeling is better? My own might, self-contained might, or Hashem giving it to me? Oh, it's better to feel that feeling of being taken out of its rime by Hashem, taking out his chosen nation is the greater upliftedness, is the greater glory than if we would. Busted out on our own. And Hashem sending me mud every day. And the bear and caring for us is a greater glory than if we would be wealthy and powerful and living in the air-conditioned palace all on our own. It's a much greater glory. So this might that I'm that I'm util- utilizing is also Hashem giving it to me. Why do you need to take possession of it and view it as if you did it yourself? So it would seem from there that this is essentially what's happening. I'm taking possession or I'm recognizing, no, it's Hashem's gift to me. And I think that's what the Mesut HaSharm is saying when it comes to Chokhmah. I can view it like, oh, I'm a superior being. I am a, I'm a great exceptionally wise, outstandingly, uniquely wise person. Or I can realize this is the nature that Hashem gave me. If someone else would put in the same effort that I put in, who had the same abilities, he would achieve the same thing. So essentially, I'm utilizing the creation that Hashem made. I am the creation of Hashem. And you give such like almost mundane examples. A bird that flies high in the sky an axe that can pull a heavy load. This is also only Hashem's creation within you. Oh, that's what I am. I am utilizing the creation of Hashem. I'm utilizing the ability that Hashem has given and continues to give, of course, into me. It does not make me above anybody else. It's not my creation. It's not of my own formation. So that would seem to be the sort of the two sides of the coin. How do I look at it? I look at it like this is my this this is myself, this is of my own. I am superior. I have this wisdom. Or no, 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 it's all coming, all coming from Hashem through this conduit. He's given me this nature. What helps to think to see this? Is the next step. What is the next step in Sula Sharp? He says, but rather if he has great wisdom, he's obligated to teach it to those who need it. Like the Tana said, do not hold the good for yourself. Because you were created for this, to gain it and to share it with those that need it. And he continues in the same way with someone who has great wealth, someone who has great might. He's obligated to share with those that are in need to help the poor people, to help the people that are weak or that are being oppressed with your physical power. So what is the contrast? What are the two sides of the coin? Do not be arrogant over it, but rather you're obligated. If, 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 if I would be arrogant, I wouldn't be obligated to help people that are in need, the people that are oppressed, that are, that are, that are poor, that are... Uneducated, they need they need to be taught. How is my obligation, what nature of obligation is coming from the fact that I'm not priding myself as a superior being, but rather something, a recognizing that Hashem gave me this nature, just the nature that I've been given. Oh, I have great wisdom. Oh, now I could see the obligation to share it. anybody has an idea what that connection is, you could please let me know, now or anytime. (laughs) I only have one possibility. And that makes all the difference in how I view this creation of Hashem, of the wisdom. If I take it to myself, then I just view it as a means of my being superior to other people. I don't see its Essentially as Hashem's creation, as Hashem's gift, as Hashem's chesed. I don't see it in this context of what it's where it's from or what it's for. I don't even see its true goodness because all, all that matters to me in it is to give myself glory over it. So as long as I have more than somebody else, that's good enough. That's all that, that matters to me about this wisdom or this money. Or this might. Okay, I'm the strongest guy in the block. Fine. But if I realize Hashem gave me Gvura. This is an amazing gift. There's so much good that can come from this. So much good can come. What, what's that? Look at all these people that could that could be helped by it. Oh, wow. Let me help them. I can realize the goodness of it of its own right when I'm not just utilizing it for my my own measurement of, of superiority. I can say this, Hashem placed chachma in my, in my hands. What is this? What, what could this be for? How much good can come from this? How good is this? Wow, this chachma could could spread to so many people, could uplift so many people. Look what Hashem has placed here. Look at this amazing creation. This chachma that the natural compelling reaction to it will be who realize that the the compelling obligation that it should reach its fruition not just because Hashem gave it to me and I'm obligated I am his shliach just I see this chachmas such goodness what is the goodness of the chachma? how much can it help how many people can it uplift wow oh can I hold it back from them I can hold it back. I can bring it last me. I can hold it for myself. It'd be crazy. When I hold it back for myself, this is such time. It cannot, it's not gonna spread, it's not gonna be given, it's not gonna be shared. That would, that, would be, that would be terrible. That would be a tragedy. So he gave me Aisha. What is the Aisha? I should use it to, to count myself as the richest guy on earth. What what accomplishment is that? Of its true nature, this wisdom, this wealth. Chavetz Chaim has a child, but about somebody's Maybe it's to give more than a fifth because he doesn't have the, the, the danger of you know coming to Aeneas. So with this Ashirus, so much tayva can be brought to people. Of course, it's, it's compelled, not just this chiyum tzdaka. <laughs> He'll recognize the chiyum to bring this to its fruition when he sees it as the matana, the the, the out the outflowing from the kindness of Hashem. I will see its full potential. Otherwise, I don't see its full potential. I just see it, how I could use it to make myself great.
3: So, hi. Um, Can I ask a question?
0: Go ahead, Avi, yes, go ahead.
3: Um, I feel like the examples that you're using are like people that are, you know, on the top of the scale in terms of whatever that is. Wisdom, money, whatever they're having given what about the average joke what about somebody that is not necessarily thinking in such high terms of those gifts and you know when he makes money so he makes you know an average amount of money and you know like where where do we put people that are in the middle
0: right very good question that's an excellent question so let's try to think to ourselves how does it play out in our own experience when we find that some kind of guy is creeping up in ourselves, what is it usually made out of? What is, what, 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 what is its substance? My guess is that we try to identify something that we have that puts us above somebody else. We find some place to make that measurement. Like Moral talks about this being 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 magbil, defining something, measuring something. We're going we're gonna to measure ourselves versus somebody else and see, oh, I have something he doesn't have. But that's essentially starting with a an item of value. Something that's in my possession, something in my nature that is of some kind of good nature. It's probably not going to be based on my Bechira point. Um, I was more successful in my point of Bechira than the other person i have made greater efforts to being than somebody else we never know you know what somebody else's better point is and who is doing better in that regard so always going to be something tangible some good ability that we have or some possession that we have so maybe sometimes it can be something that is not possible to share like you know if i own the 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 uh <laughs> only remembrance that's left on earth okay i can't give it to anybody else but some things that could be a means of being spread to others so i can look at it like oh shem has put this into my into my possession into my hands into my care how can i how can i how can it reach its fullness of its potential and the contrast is i'm using it as Essentially something that enables me to consider myself better than somebody or somebody's. So just try to, you know, look at it, sense what's happening, see if we could turn it around a little bit. Even if it's some, you know, good, good, good behavior. Well, how can I how can I model this? How can I share this? How can I try to give this over to somebody else that might be able to learn from it and be helped by it? If I really value it, if I value it in its own goodness, this creation of Hashem that is so good, that would be grounds to consider myself superior, will look at this thing in its own, its own nature, how good it is, and say, oh, how can this come to its fullness? How can this good be maximized of its own true nature? How could that good Blossom forth! Oh, let me let me try to find the way.
3: Is it possible that um, even if a person doesn't compare himself to someone else, but he just uses it as a means of feeling valuable himself, meaning, you know, he just you know he made a lot of money, so he's like, wow, you know, um, I made it, and like, why does he necessarily have to? Be comparing himself to someone else meaning wouldn't that in of itself also be the wrong place even just I, within himself
0: i hear yeah i hear i hear um so there maybe it's easier in the sense of um, i could take the approach of i made it i did it and of course we're very prone to this because we're looking for a sense of being able to measure that we're good enough that we're successful that we accomplished. And that's something that puts a lot of stress, even in the learning process. Am I going to be successful? Am I going to feel accomplished? So we're looking for that. And we're very inclined towards that. And it's not our fault, it's within our nature to be pulled very strongly, to be looking for ways to judge ourselves as being successful and accomplished and and okay. But we don't have to give in to that nature. We could sit back and watch it. And we could try to remember that no, this is not being given to us for the sake of our being able to feel okay. And that nature, that tendency, is just a distraction from its true essence. The the gift that we're being given, the goodness that we've achieved. Is a matana from Hashem for its own sake, not as the means of our being able to feel good about ourselves in a false way that we accomplished it, because we really didn't. It. It's only Hashem helping us and giving it to us. So rather than falling into an imaginary sense of self worth based on imagination that I accomplished, let us look at it in its own true nature Oh, oh this is something great that Hashem is blessing me with. Or if I'm hoping for that, I'm coming to approach the learning with the hope of receiving that gift from Hashem. That is the true nature of what's happening here. And that is its true goodness. What is really a greater um, cause of satisfaction that I was successful in some endeavor and I could feel about myself successful, that I accomplished something, which I didn't really do on my own anyway, or that I'm receiving an amazing gift from Hashem that is the highest form, His wisdom, or any bracha that is giving me a means to coming close to Him, a means to coming close to other fellow Yidin, a means of being used in such a positive way what is it truly, and, and thereby being the recipient of Hashem's personal Hashgacha and Chesed to me. Which feeling is really greater? So if we don't get pulled, of course, we maintain the awareness and we don't get pulled, of course, by the full sense of things, we could have a shot, a good shot, at experiencing the really good sense of things. Really? Oh, wait a second. Right? Uh, Avi, does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. Okay, that's great to hear. And, you know, we can always um, follow up sometime. Go ahead, Ruven. Okay. No.
3: Thank
1: is, you. Could it be that the, the fact that Hashem is giving you all these gifts and recognizing it, that's that could cause a self-worth? That could cause a, a sense of what Hashem's given to me. Like, I must be worth something.
0: That, that that can be taken, certainly, as a symbol of the innate, enormous, indescribable self-worth that we are worthy of Hashem's Hashgacha, that we are part of His beloved chosen nation, that any one of us is sufficient.
1: And not just in a general sense. When you
0: see so the entirety specific, of everything, So you, any simple experience is able to remind us of that.
1: But when you see specifics, that Hashem is giving you more seemingly special gifts more than others, or different than others, or something okay, special.
0: There is that. There is the concept. There is the concept Chavis Lovers talks about that the more that a person receives of a of a unique good nature, that obligates him in the greater avoda. So. I don't know if we have to be nichnas into that. There is such a concept that's true, but I wouldn't try to you know prioritize that too much because we don't want to fall into measurement of how good I am by 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 how much Hashem is giving me. We want it to be just as a as a glimpse as I'm receiving receiving part of Hashem. Hashem is involved in my life. Hashem is giving me life. Hashem is giving me. We, we had one good session on all the bruchas hashachar, like the. Or Itzafah describes, Hashem is putting the ground here for me. Hashem is giving me the ability to get up off the bed and stand up and use my mind. <laughs> so this is Chesed this Hashem is personally every moment in New Symmetrius time by teaching us is the new Bria for every person individualistically. Okay, that's that's all. It's all there. Hashem is putting the bria here for me, and I can even sense it in my life because look, Hashem is helping me in this in particular endeavor. That's why it's so good to try to remember that and turn to Hashem and hope to Hashem to give us that in all our endeavors, because then though, we get more and we can experience it even better. We so can I, feel, I feel like.
3: When, when someone's doing well, and they have bracha, I feel like it's a subtle difference. Like, a person wants to have the right to have honor promote them. You're saying that Kavana shouldn't be, thank you for giving me all this stuff. Right. It's More focused on, like, Right. thank you for helping me serve you.
0: And the uh, acre is, the, the, is not the stuff. Not to, not to you know, discount the, the, the goodness of the stuff that Hashem is giving us. But of course, the real Iker is that is coming from Hashem to us. This is a vehicle of our having connection with Hashem. Hashem giving us connection to Him. And the, and the saying that Moedim is also having connection with Hashem. Hashem is allowing us into the real throne room to say Moedim. <laughs> so it's all about connection. And I think that really um, brings us back to what everything is really all about. Why is gaiva the critical gashmi ingredient that doesn't allow the chokmah of Hashem to come to a person? Because what is gaiva essentially? He's totally self-contained. Totally turned to himself. He's taking the gifts that Hashem is giving him, making them his own. So if he'll receive the chokmah of Hashem, what is going to happen with it? It's going to be his own. Is It's going to relate to it like... I accomplished this. I did this. Is it going to be a means of connection to Hashem? It's not going to be a means. He's not going to be experiencing it as connection to Hashem. So what what place is there for him to be able to receive the wisdom of Hashem, which is all about giving the person the peak connection to Hashem? He is blocking himself from that. Like the like the uh, like like the Imara says, he built himself a machim gavaya, He built himself into a high place, and the and the water runs off there because it cannot stand there, it cannot last there, it cannot be miskind there, it cannot exist over there. The connection to Hashem that's meant to be experienced and, cre- and forged and created through the person receiving the chachma, is not going to be happening in a person who is relating to it, was even blocked from it from the outset, and will relate to it as his own possession. And by contrast, the Anav, who is going to see it as the gift from Hashem, so then he is properly conditioned to be receiving the gift from Hashem, because that's how he will experience it. He will experience it as the gift, he will recognize it as the gift from Hashem. That will will itself enhance his connection. He will experience that Hashem is blessing him with this gift. And that essential nature of the Torah, of connection to Hashem on the highest level, will be able to take place with him because he has no barrier to it. He has nothing of himself that's saying, this is mine, this is of me. He's not taking it over. He's not making himself to be the Chachum. He's just, Hashem's Chachum is here. So he can be fully connected to that Chochmah because he has nothing that's blocking it. He's not turning away from Hashem to say, it's mine. I am a Chochmah. I am independent. I am self-contained. I am a Ruchach. No, no, no. I'm just with Hashem receiving His Chochmah. That's all I'm trying to do and I'm coming to learn is to be Zeichet, to receive something of Hashem's Chochmah and I will attempt the best I could to maintain that awareness. That this is the chokhmah of Hashem that's coming to me, so it, they will actually be being connected with Hashem in that process. So it will work. It will achieve its goal. It will be what it's meant to be.
1: We we're saying that the way that learning Torah connects us to Hashem is by us realizing that Hashem is giving us chat in the Torah.
0: That's an added aspect. The essential aspect is the fact that the wisdom of Hashem that's contained in the Torah is of Hashem himself. Hu v'dibur And Now, when that comes to a person, that is the peak form of dveikos. His seichel, which is the ikra of the person, is uniting with the das Hashem. Of course, there are levels of levels. In some degree, his seichel is uniting with the das Hashem. So and the person that, that's Hashem, that is what Lima is, is. The highest form of true connection with Hashem. Connection to Hashem's Das.
1: But you you can't be connected if you view it as My I'm own. understanding it or I'm getting shot or this is about me.
0: Right. If I'm making it about me, if i make it about my accomplishing to be good enough and successful enough, and I made this experience into one that is self-directed, self-contained, that is that is away from Hashem. So
1: You're saying you're learning of Torah? Means, that-
0: this will not be, thank Hashem. go ahead.
1: Saying that, that if you're learning Torah, is about yourself, it's just you made it, it's nothing to do with Hashem, so that whole, like, it's not, I mean, it is, you are learning Torah, but it's, you're, you're not mm-hmm. allowing. Connect as much because you're, you're you're almost like telling yourself that what the Torah is about is not what it's about
0: Right, it's a major blockage that you have put in place and in a certain sense it may, it may wind up taking you further away because as you gain that Chokmah and you have more to be arrogant about so we'll increase the arrogance and take you further away from Hashem more self-contained, more self-absorbed more giving yourself the credits, more priding yourself away from Hashem, and winding up more meruchak than then closer. So it was supposed to bring you closer, winds up being utilized to bring yourself further away. Somebody That's not good.
1: You're saying somebody who's in anav will be able to appreciate the beauty of the Torah and Hashem's wisdom for what it is by itself and therefore uh, be able to appreciate it just of its own, on its own merit and connect with it more.
0: You'll experience it that way. It's similar to what the Maharal says uh, um, in uh, that if a person doesn't know that he's lacking in and needs the Torah, then when it comes to him, he's not going to experience it as gaining Shlemus through the Torah, because he thinks he has it already. So then will not be accomplished, She was meant to accomplish. He will not see that he gains completion through the Torah. He thought he wasn't lacking them to begin with. So, so what is meant to, to be brought about is not going to happen. So in a similar way, I think we can understand how the person who is putting himself away from Hashem unto himself, self-contained, taking over, taking possession, so he's not in the place of what Torah is meant to give to him. That does not mean that he can't learn anything, because there's, there's the process of doesn't mean that, like, he should not do any learning until everything is, is all fixed up. But they should realize that to really be kind to of the Torah, to receive that, wisdom of Hashem in its full measure so it is extremely needed that he should be properly able to receive it that it should be able to accomplish what's meant to accomplish in its full good way and in terms of our own experience I think the major challenge that we have or very commonly have is that you know natural tendency to be coming to the learning with all of that, you know, tension of, am I going to be successful? Can I prove to myself that I can be successful? And it's fraught with a lot of uh, other focus than what it's really meant to be. And that sometimes holds us back because who can bear the fear of that kind of failure? But if we can put that aside and say, okay, that's all the HR are talking, he's very, very powerful. He's been given that power. What is my response to it? You don't have to buy it. I could just watch it. I'll let it let it let, let, let it like you know run its course and say, What am I here for? To try to receive the wisdom of Hashem. What helps for that? The midah accepting Hashem's wisdom and Hashem's plan, even if that includes my not getting shot. If I'm willing to accept that, I may try to learn try my best, and not gain the understanding, and I can accept that too, then I'm in a good place. I can't do it as a trick, because then, you know, of course, it's not real. But if I do it sincerely, I'm coming to try to understand, to be blessed with the wisdom of Hashem, as he sees fit to give. And if he sees fit to not give, I accept that also then I can be okay. I How am I going to prove to myself that I'm really good enough? It's not going to be a proof anyway because it's only going to be Hashem giving it to me. And Hashem is not giving it to me, you know, as a means of my proving to myself that I'm good enough. Hashem is giving it to me just as a, 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 a gift of love to His Khalistra. And I'm definitely worthy of Hashem's love. I'm of Khalistra. So I don't need to prove anything. And even if I wanted to, it doesn't prove anything. So we can do all that let, let all that go and just try to get shots in one line at a time. And then it'll be worthy of getting it. <laughs> As Hashem sees fit to give. And the moral has a line: no person's khale is greater than another one. Because Halek of Hashem's Chachma is infinite, is unmeasurable. It's not subject to measurement. The Chachma of Hashem is not subject to measurement. It's believable, it's of infinite nature. It cannot be quantified, it cannot be compared, it cannot be counted. So every person. <laughs> Has their so if we are going to be able to realize that this is just a gift from Hashem, then we're not going to come to Gaiva. We know this is Hashem's gift. This is not me. This is not mine. This is Hashem's amazing chachma, wonderful bracha that he's putting into my care. If I can share with somebody, I'll try to find a way. And Everything is wonderful. And It all comes from remembering your tears, Mitzrayim. Hashem took us out personally. Okay, that's what he's doing day by day, giving us whatever ability we have. It's the same thing. Whatever we have, Hashem is giving it to us. So all I can say is, <laughs> Hashem should bless us with uh, the the oil of his Torah. Whenever we try to learn it, we should be zeichet to understand as much as we possibly can, as Hashem B'ra'chum of Rebbe wants
3: to give to us.